Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hi, this is Sarah Sly, and I serve at Golden Hills as the Simply Women Coordinator and as a member of our worship team. In today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be reading Psalm 12. Save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone, for the faithful have vanished from among the children of men. Everyone utters lies to his neighbor. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all unflattering lips, the tongue that makes great boasts. Those who say, with our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are with us. Who is master over us? Because the poor are plundered, Because the needy groan, I will now arise, says the Lord. I will place him in the safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. You, O Lord, will keep them. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side the wicked prowl, as vileness is exalted, among the children of man. The writer of this psalm is identified as David, and it was used as a community lament, meaning the people of God would sing this together when they were faced with people in leadership whom they could not trust. The psalm could easily have been written about our present-day context. We're bombarded with messages where truth and lies are intermingled and interchanged, and people boast that they are living their best life they're awesome, and they won't let anyone or anything tell them what to do or who they are. The psalm starts out by setting the scene, that either by suppression or otherwise, it seems as if no faithful ones remain. The people of God feel alone and afraid. They don't know who to trust or what to believe. David says in verse 1, Save, O Lord, for the godly one is gone. The faithful have vanished from among the children of man. He's desperate, he's alone, he's afraid. And then he turns to God, and he begs him to remove the liars and boasters who deceive themselves by thinking they are stronger than God or stronger without God. He calls those people flattering lips and tells God to cut them off from the people of God. These people lie to put themselves in power or to secure the power that they already have. But then the psalm reminds us who's really in power. Yahweh himself says, Because the poor are plundered, because the needy groan, I will now arise. Here we get a reminder of the kind of God we serve. Yahweh says he will rise up in defense of the poor and needy. And while the people around them may be filled with lies, The faithful can hope in Yahweh because he is pure and his promises are true. Like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. In him there is no deceit, no illusion. In fact, he is the standard of what truth and purity are. So when he says he will rescue the poor and needy, uphold the righteous and vanquish evil, his people can trust him. He will guard us from this generation forever, according to verse 7. When confronted with the lies and confusion of the world, 
God's people look to him for truth. Now, it's not wrong to seek to understand what's going on in the world around us. Romans 12, 2 reminds us, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We want to discern how to act and think in the world, but our goal isn't so that we can protect our lifestyle or store treasures for ourselves but rather so that we can align our lives with God's will. There's a lot of information to sift through right now, much of it contradictory. So in the face of it, we ask God to help us live in accordance with his will by the Holy Spirit, knowing when we fail, he can use even that for his glory. We must look up to our Father in heaven who knows all and sees all, trusting he will make his name great in all the earth. Yes, we want to pursue truth, learn it, identify it, teach it, but as Christians, we cannot lose sight of the beautiful gift we've been given, that the very truth of God, undeniable, unshakable, and everlasting, came down to earth, taking human form, to reveal to us our Creator and Lord, the perfect standard of what is good and right and holy. God became flesh and dwelt with us in the person of Christ, never sinning. And then he paid the penalty of the law. He bore the full weight of it and showed us what we could not see without him. The most important truth we can ever know, that God reigns over all and has triumphed over sin and death on our behalf. And because of that truth, we can come into the presence of God in whom there is no deception, no changing, and we can experience the full extent of joy. So when we don't know what to believe, whether they're messages from the media, from our families, or even from our own minds, we look to Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life, according to John fourteen six. We pray that our Father in heaven gives discernment and wisdom so that we can honor him with what we've been given in this life, But we know that he reigns and our resources and lives can be given up with abandon because Christ has secured for us an inheritance greater than any treasure we can store up here. We should still seek to be wise. We should still be well-informed. But we remember that the truthfulness or otherwise of the messages we're getting on a daily basis has no eternal weight on us. We remember that the world around us is full of deceitful messages, But our standard of truth is Jesus. And while the rest of the world fears, we have hope. But we know the suffering isn't over. The psalm ends on a very unusual note. Instead of ending on the promise God will rescue the righteous, it ends with a very solemn reminder that the present world we live in is treacherous. It says, On every side the wicked prowl as vileness is exalted among the children of man. We still live in a fallen world, that present evil age of Galatians 1.4. We must keep watch, as 1 Peter 5.8 tells us, because our adversary, the devil, prowls around us like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And we must remember that Romans 8.17 says, we are heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. 
our lives are his. And he granted us adoption as sons through the blood of Christ, not so we could get blessings and riches or comfort in this life, but better. So we could have the joy of working alongside him to see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. God's people are called to be watchful and hopeful, but not idle. So in the face of the world's lies of self-sufficiency and boastfulness, let's do the work of love that Christ invited us into by the shedding of his blood. Pursuing what is good and holy, discerning the will of God through the Holy Spirit, and leaning on him when truth is unclear. If you crave righteousness, justice, or truth, you won't find that in the world. Remember that only God can satisfy that need. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.